this is weird. It is weird. It's late. Well, late. It's seven. But, but that's see, late. we're old. So, it's so late. yes, so it's late. <laughs> it's almost time for bed. I got to get my nighttime bath. I don't take baths. Um, but it just seems like something that someone would say. Uh, welcome to Three Funny Ladies. <laughs> that is Joseph Galadriel. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. That is Susan Anna Green Gables J. Cox. <laughs> You know, I never got into that. Me either, but Joe loves it. Really? So many people do. I just never. It's like his childhood brought to life. Ah, all right. I mean, not like the similarities, but like the actual. No, no, no. I know. (laughs) He is Anne of Green (laughs) He grew up in the the eastern coast of Canada. (laughs) Um, How are you today? Um, Great. I'm great. Well, great, great, strong. I'm good. <laughs> How are you? I'm fine. It's been a long day. It has been a long day. Yeah. Um, I'm starting to feel a little. Do we know what the temperature is tomorrow? Because I'm starting to feel a little bit of. The temperature tomorrow, did you say? Yeah. Is it going to like drop by 20 degrees or? I know. I think we're in the 50s for a while. Okay. Because my head is starting to feel wonky donks. 59 tomorrow. <laughs> 50. Oh, no, that's not. Right. Uh, how are you? Fine. Fine. Oh, did I already ask that? Yeah. Um, that's okay. What, uh, what have you done this weekend? This week? Um, I started rehearsals for my new show last night. <gasps> how did that go? Uh, it was good. It was just a read through. Okay. Um, the show is pretty funny, though. It's an original. I'm okay. playing four different characters. Oh, you said 400. <laughs> playing 400 characters. That seems like too much, quite frankly. Um, but it's fun. I There's one scene where I play two characters at the same time, which <gasps> is fun. I've done that. Um, have you? Uh, <laughs> puffs. For like half oh. a second, I was two different people. Yeah. Come on. All right. Um, it's just going to be the drive, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yesterday it took us, I went, I carpooled yesterday and it took us an hour and a half to get there. Oh, <laughs> fuck all of that. Yeah. Because of the traffic. It was the time of the day. I don't care. That's, yeah. I had a problem going to Detroit rep and that's <laughs> like 15 minutes away, <laughs> 15, 20 minutes. And I was like, I'm so far from home. <laughs> um, you know, when you only work at the one theater you work at is like, <laughs> five minutes from your house yeah no that's too much oh god yeah. my only fear about this whole thing is that it, the show is funny it's very much in the vein of stuff that we have done in the past mm-hmm. my only fear is that we're just going to spend too much time rehearsing it because yeah. we're rehearsing like 30 hours a week oh yeah no no yeah so no but yeah, but it should be fun. Okay. Seems like a good group of people. More power to you there, guy. What have you been doing? What have I been doing? <gasps> you know what I did? I, well, first of all, I finished uh I finished the name of the show that Criminal I Criminal Minds. Oh my god. Seriously, it left my mind. I had no idea. I finished Criminal Minds. A lot of episodes took place in Detroit. Weird. Yeah. Um, but also a lot took place in Baltimore. And we all know about Baltimore. Baltimore. Um, 
if you don't, it's like the murder capital of the world or something. Like there's literally Patapsco State Park. I forgot the nickname for it, but like it's famous for having bodies buried there. Like that's how many people get murdered. Oh, right. That's there. that was in serial. Yeah. Yes. About that, that is where uh Heyman Lee was buried. Like literally, it's Ooh. famous for having Heyman Lee. Heyman Lee? Hey <laughs> that was her name, right? Heyman Lee. Oh, her. Yeah. Okay. Got it. <laughs> you know, the victim. <laughs> yeah. Got it. Um so anyway, finished that. And I watched Don't Worry, Darling. Oh, did you like it? I did like it. But see, I went in it with zero expectations. Yeah. Did you have you watched it? No, no. I liked it, but see, I could watch Florence Pugh, you know, read the phone book. I love her. I'm in love with her. Um, and there were certain things that people like, you know, they say, oh, his accent come and goes. That's explained. Like that's a, it's a choice. It's explained. Now, I don't know if that was a choice that was made after someone watched the movie and went, wow, he sucks, which is quite possible, but even so still smart that they did that. Um, so yeah, it was, I liked it. Well, good. I'll probably get around to in the next three to five years. I mean, it wasn't, you know, I'll probably never watch it again, but it was good. Um, what else? Mm. yeah i don't nothing else that's it we do need to pay our respects to one of the funniest ladies in the world whose time has sadly come to an end here on the earthly plane mr leslie jordan passed away this week he and this so like you know, it's not like an Alan Rickman type deal, but this one made me very sad because he just was so funny and so full of life and just, he seemed so nice and so joyful and just, and I heard this yesterday, this broke my heart. Like the day he died or the day before he died, he had posted an Instagram reel about buying his first condo. Oh. And he was so excited. And that just fucking breaks my heart. Like that just god damn it like yeah. that oh god he was just he was just the cutest little thing he was an original yeah yeah yes um yeah so sorry to bring the room down <laughs> so fun guys um what else i was just watching um before we came on here uh the uh the program that I was watching. Yeah, you know yes. the one. Uh, sh- no, I don't, but uh, I can go with you. It's a program. <laughs> Is that... it one that I watch? No, it's very much keeping uh, with the crap that I watch. Cops. Uh, it, it's one. It's in that vein, but it's not cops. Life on um, the street. It's uh, what'd you say? Meryl Streep. <laughs> Meryl Streep. I said life on the street. Uh, no, it's. Um, they just show little clips of, oh, my God, this is terrible, terrible radio. Um, they just show little little clips of, like, little things. That... <laughs> You're anyway. describing this great. <laughs> Everyone, Google that. <laughs> How was, uh, how's your day today? <laughs> um, they show little clips of little things. <laughs> you know what is I'm talking body about. Body cam, body cam. No, although, okay. oh, that was really good this week. But uh, <laughs> most shocking. 
Oh, sure, sure, sure. Oh, so it's it literally is like snippets of things. Yes, and yes, so yes, and yes, like each one has a theme. About. Like the one I was that was just on was like drunk and disorderly too, and it's just <laughs> little like things that get from security cameras and little sure, incidents. Sure, sure. So this is a this is an honest to god, hand to god, true <laughs> story. So this was at the old house. So this was some years ago. Oh my! Okay. Oh, this is a story about you. You're not recounting something from this show. Well, they. It, I'm going to marry these two together. Okay. 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 So okay. I was watching an episode of Most Shocking some years ago. Okay. And they always are like, they'll start off from. They'll be like Peoria, Idaho. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. No, and I know the voice too. I can hear it in my head. Yeah. I although I think Peoria might be in is in Illinois. Anyway, it is Peoria. Um. It's always like that. So I was watching it and and I was like, I wonder if they just make this up. Like they just pull these things and they're like, let's say that this is in Dallas, Texas. <laughs> I shit you not. The very next clip. Shut up. Erndale, Michigan. Shut up. <gasps> and it was nine mile in Pinecrest at that Taco Bell. Oh my God, really? I swear. Why am I getting excited about crime? <laughs> I swear to God. And it was a, it was like a, uh, pursuit a vehicle pursuit and they <gasps> turned crazy. they went towards oak park like they turned onto nine mile going towards oak park and was then they, this today's episode or years no years this ago? was like years ago when i was watching an episode of it but it just always like when i catch it now and again i just always think we think i of that day. feel like there has been a 48 hours there has been something that they're like for now michigan oh um, of course it was Oakland child, uh, oh, yeah. Oakland County child killer. Yeah. So yep, they're like yep, from yep. Michigan and they go down Woodward and I'm like, this is yep. so fucking weird. Yeah. 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 I did start to watch barbarian. See, Brandy Joe's not here, so he can't. Um, oh, you, you did watch it. Well, 90% of it. Um, and that takes place in Detroit and they actually filmed it in Detroit. Oh, nice. What a change. Because, cause right. <clears throat> Cause I was watching, I was like, I used to take, my bus used to go down that street. I've had lunch at that table that they're having lunch at. So it was pretty, uh, pretty interesting. I didn't finish it. Uh, yeah. That's an exciting story that I just shared with you. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we shouldn't record it at nighttime. <laughs> I thought just thought you were going to stop there. Maybe we shouldn't record. And recording stuff. <laughs> That's all. And we release it. <laughs> That's and then David Kelly writes a review of it. <laughs> and then Victor Jones has stuff to say. About it. Uh, oh, Boise, Boise. For those of you who don't know, because none of you will know, there's a patron that comes to our theater and he sees every show. Okay, that's great. And he has opinions about every show. Once again, great. He likes some, he doesn't like some. He saw Misery opening weekend? Yes. Oh, Victor, yes. Victor he... J. Yes, for his anonymity. <laughs> Even though he's got the most common J name in the world. Um, uh, he has posted some scathing something. I want to say every every other day. Every it's two days. Probably been, yeah. Probably it's, been about that. It, and to the point of like, we fucking get it. Like you didn't like, like, what are you, are you looking for reaction? Do you just, did you hate it so much? You just really want to hurt our feelings. It is really very curious. It really is. And today, and here's the other thing. He will tag the theater in these posts to make sure that we see it. Or 
there was a promotion that was posted today because um, there's a reading going on through uh, in collaboration with the library. Library is what I just <laughs> said. Library. <laughs> and he posted on that about misery. What we assume is about misery. Right. Because we don't know. But what else? We don't know because he says, I'm still trying to figure out why someone with bo- how someone with broken fingers could open a child proof pill bottle. Okay. That doesn't happen in misery. That's number one. And it doesn't happen in the show that was posted about. So our good friend Diane was like, uh, what are you talking about? <laughs> that does not happen in the show. That's what I that's why I thought it was misery, because I do open the pill bottles. I just don't have broken fingers. You ha- and it, and it's never I I don't break your fingers. I've no. never said your fingers were broken. No. So if that's an assumption that he made, that's on him. But he will post things like why did the sheriff put her leg up on the kitchen table when the person across from her is? And I'm like, what? What? Yeah, it's very. She's very not cold curious. enough when she comes out on the porch. Uh, okay. Uh, what? <laughs> like, it's to the point where it's like you loved it because I don't think about stuff that I hate this much. I don't think it's about weird. things I love this much. Honest to God, I don't think about my child this much. <laughs> I post less about my child than Victor has about misery. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guess what? This um, episode is going to drop on Halloween. Oh, it is. Happy Halloween. And guess what? It will be our closing show. Oh, thank God. I will miss it. I know that you will not. I will. I love her. I love playing her. It's hard. It's hard work, but I will miss her. I love her for as crazy as she is. Good riddance. Okay. All right. to, to me, not to you. Okay. Um. <laughs> Yeah, happy Halloween. What are you doing for Halloween? I just said the show. <laughs> are you going trick or treating beforehand? No. Here's the deal. My back. Whoo! Trick or treating was a nightmare last year. My back just hurt so it just was terrible. Um, and I won't be able to do that and then go do a show. I'd die. Mm. So yeah. So we're not. And we actually we wait later than most people. Like we don't start until seven ish and most people are out at like five here i don't know where it's like everywhere else but in the metro detroit area they go out early um so weird i know because i swear to god when i was little we didn't go out until eight or nine dark yeah yeah no they start like like driving home from work you will see kids trick-or-treating yeah it's so strange um so yeah but she goes to her cousin's house you know they go to the rich oh right they go to pleasant ridge and um she trick-or-treats with her cousins and pete will be there so it'll be the first year i'm missing Mm -hmm. but i guess it's fine because i can't walk i can't walk you're a rascal here's the thing if i okay if i were skinny i would have no problem getting a rascal being a fat person on a rascal i cannot do sorry because people are gonna because people yeah. are going to be like, it's because she's fat. Mm-hmm. Oh, Not look at Fatty on the Look on at the Fatty roly-roly. being too lazy to... <laughs> look at the roly-poly on the roly-poly. <laughs> if I were thin, I would 100% get a rascal because everybody would be like, oh my God, oh no, she's hurt. Oh no. Bless but, her skinny little bones. Oh, bless her little heart. Let's buy her lunch. But me on a rascal, they're like, fucking lazy fat piece of shit rolling around the store no so wonder you're fat no wonder you're fat have you been rolling around <laughs> uh, so uh, i can't do it i just can't i just can't so yeah, yeah i get that <clears throat> um it's the same reason when i worked in an office i was never first 
in line to get cake or stuff in the yeah. kitchen. No, you got to be conscious of that. You ha- you can't. You cannot rush. You cannot rush in there. Yeah, you can't do it. And if I could stomach it, I would always pick the fruit over the cake. <laughs> I would never do that. Look but. at Fatty. Oh, look, Fatty's eating the fruit. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <clears throat> Look, Fatty's eating an apple like she thinks it's going to help. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, obesity's fun. Um, <laughs> oh, boy. <clears throat> oh, so that is about it. So, yeah, that's what I'm doing for Halloween. I'm doing our show, which I think is just perfect. And then I hop right into the holidays. Yeah, the... Uh, <laughs> The show that we're currently in has now made more money than the summer show. Maybe don't spread that word around. Well, I only say that because the person who needs less to hear that doesn't listen to us. So, <laughs> so this is a safe and their last name. No. <laughs> um, all right. Well, we've had some pretty good houses. Yeah. And this weekend is shaping up. Saturday is pretty terrible, but. Oh, really? Anyway, how many do we have? How many do we have? Yeah, we, we can we just can take this, this offline. This doesn't need to be on a public this forum. This is the only time we talk about <laughs> it. Um, okay, are we ready to go? Yeah. Are we ready to get in it? Now, I have a confession to make. Okay. It was about a half an hour ago that I realized I did not do my homework. Oh, okay. So everything. I thought you were going to say, I didn't watch either movie. And no. I was going to say, if I had to watch them. You had better fucking watch that. I did that. I just didn't do my homework, this part of the homework. So this is all coming from Wikipedia, folks. So don't follow along. (laughs) So today, of course, we are doing... Oh, and... Oh, well, hang on. So today we are doing... (laughs) You were the only one talking. Angela Lansbury. Angela Lansbury. And I will tell you this. So this morning, for whatever reason, I woke up with Belle in my head. Oh, my favorite. I don't know why. So then I get in the car. I turn the car on. Beauty and the Beast is playing by Celine Dion and P.O. Bryson. Then I'm on I-75 heading into Detroit. And then I hear the Angela Lansbury version. Isn't that not the craziest bullshit? While we're on it. Lottery. Winning the lottery. That's great. That's something I'd love to do. Really cool. Winning the lottery would be amazing. People win lotteries sometimes. People people win lotteries. (laughs) Yeah, like the Powerball or the Mega Millions. Or anything I could possibly play tomorrow. Even a scratch off. That would yeah, yeah, people do. So yeah, winning the lottery, that's something. Winning the lottery. Okay, now we can go on. Um, so um, can we just uh, real quick? Yeah, I so when I went to so Beauty and the Beast is my favorite 100% favorite of any Disney movie, it is my favorite. Um, and when I saw the live action, <laughs> it started, it's me, Pete, and uh, Lily. Uh, <laughs> what if it was just me and Pete? We went without the kid. <laughs> I feel like we're forgetting something. I feel like maybe, <laughs> um, did you turn the iron off? <laughs> iron we don't have one. Oh well perfect i um, mean lily <laughs> while she's singing our driveway shivering um uh <clears throat> i when it started i started crying i cried through the whole thing because it was just it i just loved it so i didn't see the live action because i don't see any of the live actions because it's I, and, I, and i'm sure you would hate it but i loved it i also don't love the cartoon <laughs> that's fine 
And I did see the musical on Broadway with Tony Braxton. And how was it? You liked it was, that, didn't you? Yeah. Well, because I love her. Gotcha. Um, but well, yes. To be clear, the reason I love that one <laughs> is because out of the, out of the, we'll say modern day princesses. And when I say modern day, I mean, Pocahontas, Mulan, Belle, Ariel. Um, uh, I sound, my singing voice is most like Belle. Ah. Uh. So that's why I think that's why I loved Beauty and the Beast is because I could mimic her the best. Mm-hmm. And so it was more fun. Um, and then it just became a nostalgia thing. You know, as yeah. time goes on, it just becomes a sentimental thing. So, yeah. Anyway, <clears throat> so I don't, I'm not mad at you for it. Oh, good. Thank you. I mean, Val Kilmer is still a thorn in my side, but. Thank you. <laughs> so today we're doing Dame Val Kilmer. <laughs> Dame Valerie Kilmer. Uh, Dame Angela Bridget oh, Lanzler yes. Hello. was born on October 16th, <gasps> 1925, in the year of our Lord. <laughs> she was born to an upple. Up, upple. Upple. <laughs> they were upples. Uh, she was born to an upper middle class family in central London. Uh, her mother was a Belfast born actress named Moina McGill. Oh, Moina. Moina McGill. She regularly appeared on stage in the West End and starred in several films. Angela's father was the wealthy English timber merchant and politician Edgar Lansbury. Uh, uh, he was a member of the Communist Party of Great Britain. What? I know. And former mayor see. of the Metropolitan Borough of Poplar. Her paternal grandfather was the Labour Party leader and anti-war activist George Lansbury, she felt awed by him and considered him a giant in my youth. Mm. She has an older ha- or had an older half sister, Isolde, who was born from her mother Moina's <laughs> previous marriage to writer and director Reginald Denham. In January 1930, when Angela was four, her mother gave birth to twin boys, Bruce and Edgar. Leading the Lansburys to move from their poplar flat, their, their flat was so poplar, you guys, <laughs> to a house in Mill Hill, North London. They spent weekends on a rural farm in Barracks Salome. Uh, nobody sure. cares where it's here, so I will just stop right <laughs> there. So, in case you want to go, you're going to turn left near Wallingford, Oxfordshire. Uh, when she was nine, her father died from stomach cancer. And she retreated into playing characters as a coping mechanism. Facing financial difficulty, her mother became engaged to Lecky Forbes, a Scottish colonel, and moved into his house in Hampstead. Although Angela received an education at South Hampstead High School, she considered herself largely self-educated, learning from books, theater, and cinema. She became a self-professed complete movie maniac visiting the cinema regularly and imagining herself as certain characters. She studied music at the Ritman School of Dancing. In 1940, she began studying acting at the Weber Douglas School of Singing and Dramatic Art in Kensington. 
Uh, her grandfather died in 1940. And with the onset of the Blitz, her mother decided to take her children, Angela, Bruce, and Edgar, to the United States. Uh, her eldest daughter, Isolde, remained in Britain with her new husband, actor Peter Ustinov. Hmm. Moina secured a job supervising 60 British children who were being evacuated. I almost said executed. Who were being <laughs> evacuated. That's a whole other story. That is, that is not. Uh, they were being evacuated to North America aboard uh, a passenger ship. Uh, they arrived in Montreal, Quebec, in mid-August. And from there, she proceeded by train to New York City, where she was financially sponsored by a Wall Street businessman named Charles T. Smith. She moved in with his family at their home in Mahopic, New York. And then Angela received a scholarship from the American Theater Wing, which allowed her to study uh, at the Fagan School of Drama and Radio in New York City, uh, where she appeared in several live performances. She graduated in March of 1942, by which time the family had all moved to a flat on Morton Street in Greenwich Village. Mm. From there, her star took off. I'm going to leave that to you. Oh. However, she, Angela, has been had been married two times. Uh, the first was to a fellow named Richard Cromwell, who was an actor. Mm. She was 19, and he was 35. Oh, my. They eloped and were married in a small civil ceremony and then divorced <laughs> the following year. Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, but they remained friends until his death in 1960. In 1949, Angela married actor and producer Peter Shaw, and they were married for 54 years. Oh! <laughs> Until he died in 2003. Oh, 54 years. It's exactly how you would envision her living her life. Oh, one. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. 100%. They had two children together, Anthony and Deirdre. And then she also became stepmother to David, who was from Peter's first marriage. While Angela repeatedly stated that she wanted to put her children before her career, she admitted that she frequently had to leave them in California for long periods of time when she was working elsewhere. In the latter part of the 60s, both Anthony and Deirdre became involved in the growing counterculture movement and started using drugs. Oh, boy. Deirdre developed an acquaintance with the Manson family. <clears throat> And Anthony became addicted to cocaine and heroin. Mm. He overcame both addictions in 1971. And after he recovered, he became a television director. And he directed 68 episodes of a certain sleuthing <laughs> television program that Angela Lansbury was very familiar with. <laughs> uh, Deirdre ended up marrying a chef. And together, they opened a restaurant in West Los Angeles. Uh, Angela had three grandchildren and five great-grandchildren at the time of her death this year. Uh, she was a cousin of the Postgate family. No one knows who that is, so nobody cares about that. <laughs> uh, as a young actress, she was a self-professed homebody. She loved staying at home. She loved housekeeping. She preferred to spend quiet evenings with her friends inside her house because she did not like to engage in the Hollywood nightlife. Uh. Her hobbies included reading, writing, 
playing tennis, cooking, and playing the piano. And she also had a keen interest in gardening. That also tracks. Yeah, right. (laughs) She cited F. Scott Fitzgerald as her favorite author and Roseanne and Seinfeld as among her favorite television programs. Well, we're not all perfect. Not, yeah, half of that. <laughs> yeah. In 1990, she cited her fa- favorite female actors as being Meryl Streep, Glenn Close, and Shirley MacLaine. Okay. Uh, she was an avid letter writer, also Trex, right. who wrote letters by hand and made copies of all of them. Uh, her papers are housed at the Howard Gottlieb Archival Research Center at Boston University. She was a supporter of the Democratic Party in the United States and the Labour Party in her native United Kingdom, uh, which she described herself as a Democrat from the ground up. Um, and she, in, 19, in the 1980s, she began to support a number of charities engaged in the fight against HIV and AIDS. In her early life, she was a chain smoker, mm. but she conquered that addiction and quit smoking in the <laughs> mid-60s. In 1976 and 1987, she underwent cosmetic surgery on her neck in order to prevent it from broadening with age. During the 1990s, she began to suffer from arthritis. She underwent hip replacement surgery in May of 1994 and knee replacement surgery in 2005. And she died peacefully in her sleep at her home in Los Angeles on October 11th, 2022 just five days short of her 97th birthday. Isn't that, oh, come on. Like, just get just get the five days. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I was obsessed. Well, I am obsessed with Murder, She Wrote. And <laughs> little 12, 13-year-old Susan uh, fashioned her hair after Angela Lansbury. <laughs> that's adorable. That's, that's, that's that. Good day, everyone. <laughs> all right here we go um hmm. okay hold on here let's see what is the best way to deal with this let's do okay Lansbury, this is from Wikipedia, you guys. Lansbury had a prolific career in film, theater, and television. She was one of the last stars of the golden age of Hollywood, having been a contract player for Metro-Goldwyn-Mayer in the 1940s. I just think that's such a weird system, don't you? Oh, my God. Yeah, for sure. So strange. Um, She acted alongside alongside actors such as Ingrid Bergman, Catherine Hepburn, Judy Garland, Elizabeth Taylor, Frank Sinatra, Paul Newman, Orson Welles, Elvis Presley, uh, Bette Davis, and Maggie Smith in such classic films as Gaslight, National Velvet, The Picture of Dorian Gray, The Harvey Girls, State of the Union, The Court Jester, Long Hot Summer, Blue Hawaii, The Manchurian Candidate, and Death on the Nile. Did you say Bette Davis? I said, what did I say? Did I say? Ben Davis? Who knows? She was a horrible person. It's fine. Um, she was also known for her roles in classic children's films such as Bedknobs and Broomsticks, The Last Unicorn, Beauty and the Beast, Anastasia, Fantasia 2000, Nanny McPhee, The Grinch, Mary Poppins Returns. And she was also known for her iconic work on Broadway. Her first Broadway musical was Stephen Sondheim's Anyone Can Whistle. She was also in Sweeney Todd, Gypsy, A Little Night Music. And she also starred in Mame and The King and I. Uh, she was in Blythe Spirit 
and The Best Man. And she was Jessica Fletcher from 1984 to 1996 in Murder, She Wrote. A little tidbit about her is that she would um, cast old friends or uh, actors that you, older actors, specifically so that they could get uh, points for the union so that they could keep their health insurance. So that's why you would see so many guest stars on Murder, She Wrote. Um, And I just think that's the sweetest thing. Yeah. She's a class act. In the 1960s, the New York Times referred to Lansbury as a first lady of musical theater, which is so weird to me. I don't, that's just weird to me. Lansbury described herself as an actress who could sing. I will take that. With Sondheim stating that she had a strong voice, albeit with a limited range. (laughs) He just sounds like a dick sometimes. Like, you don't have to say the whole thing. (laughs) Just stop with strong voice. Um, Lansbury's Lansbury's authorized biographer Martin Godfrey described her as an American icon with a practically saintly public image. In a 2007 interview for the New York Times, uh, described her as one of the few actors it makes sense to call beloved. Um, she had been nominated for an Emmy Award um, 18 times and never won. Yeah. She holds the record for unsuccessful Emmy nominations by a performer. Wow, I didn't know that. She was not, she's the Susan Lucci of primetime television. Yeah, she really is. She was nominated three times for the Academy Award for Best Actress, but never won. Reflecting on this in 2007, she stated that she was the first terribly disappointed, but subsequently very glad that she did not win because she believed that she would have otherwise had a less successful career. Hmm. However, she did receive a Golden Globe and a People's Choice Award for her television and film work. In 2013, the Academy of Motion Pictures, Arts and Sciences Board of Governors voted to bestow upon her an honorary Academy Award for her lifetime achievements in the industry. Um, the Oscar statue is inscribed to Angela Lansbury, an icon who has created some of cinema's most memorable characters, inspiring generations of actors. Uh, she was also best friends with B. Arthur, which, I mean, that just makes you cool. Um, here we go. Uh, her first film was Gaslight in 1944. And she made a film a year from 1944 to 1966. She took a couple years break, did a couple films in the 70s, a couple in the 80s. And her last film is going to be Glass Onion, A Knives Out Mystery. Yeah, I'm so eager to see what that's going to be. Stephen Sondheim is in that too, apparently. Really? Yeah. Um, I'm very excited because I love the first one, but I love the first one, I think, because of Chris Evans and Jamie Lee Curtis. So who knows? Um, it'll be up in the air, but I mean, the woman has done everything. Driving Miss Daisy, Play Spirit, The Importance of Being Earnest. These are all Broadway, obviously. Mame, Sweeney Todd, The King and I, Hamlet, Gypsy, uh, Mame again. Anyone can whistle. Taste of Honey. Uh, she's just, she's done it all. She's amazing. And I worshiped her when I was little because I had weird taste when I was little. So that's, that's Angela Lansbury. Don't forget her workout video. Did she seriously have a workout video? Oh yeah. 
I think I do remember that actually. One hundred percent. It's all very gauzy and pastel. Oh, oh, I'm sure. Um. So what? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What movie did you choose? I chose Bed Knobs and Broomsticks mm-hmm. from nineteen. 19- and 71. Mm-hmm. Um, directed by Ralph Wright. Nope. Directed by Robert Stevenson. With Ward Kimball directing the animated sequences. Um, and it was released in December. December 13th, 1971. Um, and I think you didn't like this movie. I hated it. I hated oh. it. And you'd never seen it before? I had never seen it before, no. But those early, those really early Disney films, I don't like, especially the ones that are human, animated, hybrid. I just, I do not, I don't like them. So now I, uh, I really hated the experience. You love it. I do because it's such a touchstone of my childhood. Sure. I can, I can see that. Uh, And, and actually while I was watching it, I was watching it going, I can see how this can be a sentimental favorite of someone's. I could see how this could be like a warm fuzzy for somebody. But having never seen it when I was little and watching it for the first time as an old lady. I'm not old. I need to stop saying that. As a 40-year-old woman, I yeah, no, I it annoyed the crap out of me. I think the special effects are so good for it being in 1971. Sure, sure. Um, I love her in it. I loved her... Um, and I haven't seen it in years, but like just so much of it would come back to me just before it would happen. You know mm-hmm, what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like the songs, like I had, I had the album when I was a kid. Mm. Um, I just always wanted to be able to travel on a bed. Oh, sure. um, I wanted her little motorcycle with the sidecar. That oh, was so that, cool. That was amazing. Yeah. Um, and just the fact that she was a witch. Um, I loved just so much about it was such a touchstone for me as a child. And then the fact that all of the animated characters look just like the Robin Hood characters. Yes. Um, which is also a movie that I loved back then. Like loved, 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 loved. So yeah, it, uh, so it's hard for me to really judge it on any other sure, scale. But that. That. Um, uh, I, one of the things that I do, do enjoy about early movies, especially those Disney ones are just the absurdity of them. Like, Hey, here's three uh, strange kids and you have to take them. It's against the law. If you don't. Um, (laughs) Okay. That's the thing that happened. I'm sure. And and she just does. And she's like, Oh, I mean, I don't want to, that's annoying, but okay. (laughs) Yeah. Pile in, (laughs) get into my house. And, and they never said like you're an old spinster. Take these kids. <laughs> yeah, they never said if the kids' parents were dead or if they just had to no. move them out to hide them or no. just take them. So that's how the if you if you haven't seen it. That's how it starts. There are they in? Are they in London? They're in London, aren't they? Yes. Yeah. Well, just how the kids the were being evacuated from London to the countryside. Right. Because, because it takes World place War... during World War II. Yes. So the Blitz was coming and just to keep the kids safe, they moved them in with other people. Yes. Yes. And, and so, so yeah. they just take these three kids and they're like, here, Angela Lansbury. And she's like, <laughs> I'll bother. And then she takes them. Well, all the while trying to perfect her training as a witch. As a, as a witch, because... <laughs> 
Okay. Through a correspondence course. <laughs> correspondence course. <laughs> and then and and then I'm like, he's gonna, he's a shyster. Like he's good, he's he's obviously he's a shyster, anyways. Um I also really kind of hate, and I think it's because I put so much pressure on myself. I hate that kind of singing, that kind of charactery. We don't actually sing well singing. It drives me up a wall. It makes me crazy. Yeah, that's pretty much all of the 1970s. It's all the 1970s and it's all this movie has. And especially the dude. I'm just like, stop. And the songs are bad. Yeah, no, I didn't. I'm sorry. Are you not too sorry? Um, I was impressed that there were people of color in it. Yes. Uh, that was interesting uh, and welcome. Um, it's also the two boys. Uh, this was the only movie they ever made, uh, both of them. Really? Yeah. And the girl went on to do other things, but stopped doing stuff in like 2001. I did. Uh, the younger boy. I was like, did they just pull him out of the back lot? Like, was he just like a customer's kid? And they're like, you boy, come to a movie. Because he just seemed... Didn't it seem like he would say his lines and you're like, there's someone telling it. Like she literally tells him what to say, but then it takes him a moment. Like, <laughs> like he's staring off. Like, is that what I say? And there's someone behind the camera going, say it, say it. Um, I was just like, he's, he's not an actor. He doesn't love what he does. <laughs> he's a key grip son. And they were like, we need a boy. And so he was in the movie. <laughs> um yeah the girl did look familiar to me i the one thing i did love is that they were also very british very british yes just so british um oh you know what else the dance sequence why are we watching dancing for a half an hour i i liked it i didn't mind it i could have also been in a mood i don't know listen menopause is upon me okay (laughs) and i just yeah mm, but i know that a lot of people do love it yeah, and of course it's been turned into a musical, stage musical. Oh god. We're not. Although I was like, poor Roddy McDowell. I think he has two lines in the whole movie. I did. I was like, oh, it's Roddy McDowell. Oh, he's done. Yep. Okay. <laughs> you don't expect Roddy McDowell to have that small of a part. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, oh, he's uh, oh, oh, that's all he was in. Okay, cool. <laughs> I liked how they got uh are they opted not to use the swastika or something like all the German soldiers had a different sort of design on their, mm, mm. That, on their tracks, that tracks. Yeah. Um, so I thought that was interesting. Um, but yeah, I just, I love her on this. It just, whenever I think of her, I always think of, of this movie. You know, I want to, because I'm not going to do math. Cause who are we kidding? Um, hold. She strikes me. Um, as someone she's always looked old yes she is perennially middle-aged yes and she this is will, all, she the youngest she's ever been was 50 this will come really into play in your film yes um uh hold on i almost said breadsticks what is it bed bed knobs bed knobs and broomsticks broomsticks yeah. and bed knobs bed knobs and broomsticks bed knobs and broom yeah she was in her mid-40s in this movie okay see i typed all that out and then 
How old? She was 46. 46. Yeah, she is always, yeah. Mm -hmm. And she's also one of those people that she is not overweight. She is not fat. But the way she's built at first glance, you're like, oh, she's chubby. She's not. Dumpy. Yeah, but she's not. It's just where it's distributed. Yeah. You go, oh, oh, but she, okay. She's, she's an enigma. Yeah, she really Um, is. Shall we move on to my movie? Yeah. What did you pick? I picked because I wanted to challenge myself. And also there was another secret reason that I didn't tell you that I will tell you in a moment. Oh, Um, the Manchurian candidate. How did you feel about it? How do you think I felt about it? You hated it. I fucking love this movie. Are you serious? Oh my god, I was so glad you picked it. Are you serious? I the, the I love 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 this movie. I think it's oh, such a great movie. Oh my god. Let me tell you something. She's fucking amazing. So fucking good. And she is so fucking good. Not even 40 years old in this movie. Shut up, really? And she is 3 years older than, than the guy, the guy who plays playing her son. Her son. Yeah, she's just got this look that just, she always looked older. Yeah, she was in her mid-30s when she did this movie. That's insane. Yeah. She is. Let me tell you something. She's so goddamn good in this movie. She is so, she, I want to play that part. That's how good she was. She's so so fucking good. Oh, she's so evil. Mm -hmm. But not in this, it's like in a matter of fact way. Yeah. Like, I'm a bitch. What do you want? Yeah, I'm gonna um, do whatever I need to do to get whatever I'm I want. Gonna do what I need to do, and uh, and everyone's gonna fucking listen to me. Oh my god, that's what I loved about it. That's the only thing I loved. It took me two days. I hated it. I wanted to gouge my eyes out. Why does everything in those old movies take thirty minutes? We watched him go upstairs for thirty minutes. I don't care. We watched him aim a gun. At the end? At the end. Oh, my God. It's so suspenseful. No, it's not. I knew what was going to happen the whole time. I knew what was going to happen. I mean, I did because I'd seen it before, but still I was like, I was, yep, it got me. Suspenseful. How many times can you put the the fucking, is Frank Sinatra going to get there? Is he going to get there? Uh, He's got 30 minutes to get there because the guy doesn't know how to put a fucking gun together, apparently. Oh my God. Everything takes so long. It was so long. It it took me two days to watch this movie. It's it's two hours and six minutes. Uh, But I had to take breaks. (laughs) The longest two hours of my fucking life. Also, um, though, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. People of color in speaking roles. Right? Yes. I was like, yeah. all right. Come yeah, through like, 1962. <laughs> Come through 1962. <laughs> um, it is the 1962 American neo psychological political thriller directed by John Frankenheimer. Yeah. Um, it's based on a novel um, by Richard Condon. And guess. What else is based on this film that's Marvel related, you son of a bitch? What? <laughs> the Winter Soldier mm. is based on the Manchurian. All right. Well, uh, that's why you chose it. That's why I chose it. The Winter Soldier is based on the Manchurian Candidate and, and Captain America is basically Frank Sinatra. Interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, hey, guys, just watch The Winter Soldier, but then but put... Put in Angela Lansbury in it. 
I'm there you go. Assuming you've not seen the remake. I have not. It's not as good. Um, I get I, I get it. Like I get wanting to make it to put Meryl Streep in that role, but well, Meryl Streep is in it. Say, she, she's no Angela Lansbury. Re- oh, it, you guys, Angela Lansbury. Here's what I here's what I would say about this film. Watch the parts that Angela Lansbury's in. That's all you need to. You don't need to watch the whole. Movie. I highly, highly disagree. Um, it is basically it is, um. The, the, the soldiers have uh, no mind tricks is what I was going to say played on them uh, like a hypno like a they've been brainwashed they've been thank you oh my god they've been brainwashed to be killers and uh, Frank Sinatra is uh, one of the guys he wasn't he was brainwashed but not to be a killer um, and it, you know what <sighs> my problem was. I don't know. Do we spoil? I mean, it's an old no, movie. We can spoil it, right? No, don't no, no, no. Don't it? give it. No, because I don't know that it, a lot of people have seen it. Let me let me put it to you this way. Let me put it to you this way. There were parts where I gasped, and I was shocked. And you, I think you know which scene I'm talking about. I was like, what? "Oh, uh, maybe I do." You do know before the end, the one before the end. Uh huh. Um, the good parts are spectacular. The beginning, the setup is spectacular. The way they do it is so good. Angela Lansbury is good. What I hate, and it was mostly the men in this era, not so much the women. Angela Lansbury was acting her ass off. But the dude does what a lot of dudes did in that era of film, where they just stare off and they talk like this. And that is what happens when they are traumatized. And I, it's, and every, and every task took 30 minutes to complete. I don't need that. They, they, they could cut an hour off this film, mm. but the good parts are spectacular. I don't think it's black and white. I don't like, I think it's the pacing of films of that era that drives me absolutely insane. I think that's what it is. Also, Lawrence Harvey, uh, who plays her son, is British and does not try to hide his dialect at all. There are times where he's like, oh, Marco. Oh, <laughs> Marco. <laughs> I'm Frank in love Sinatra, with Jossie. Jossie. Frank Sinatra. Oh, so handsome. But you just can, you can look at him and go, he's a dick. Yeah, total dick. Total he's dick. a good actor, though. He is. And he is Ronan Farrow's father. Excuse me. Thousand percent. Hundred thousand percent. Yes. They are carbon carbon copies. They're carbon copies of each other. other. (laughs) Oh, he is pretty to look at, and he is Ronan Farrow's father. Come on. And Ronan knows it. He's not dumb. He knows who his daddy is. And actually, I think he prefers it that way. If we're yeah, being honest, I would. Yeah, um, I agree with that. Janet Lee. Also, I love Janet Lee. Um, <laughs> that's the other thing about these movies. And it sort of happened in uh, Bed Knobs and Broomsticks as well. The, the, the pace with which people fall in love is astounding yes. to me. <laughs> we met on a train. We're married. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> it's just like walking up steps. You have to watch for an hour. But this love story, we're going to spend five <laughs> minutes on. Uh, <laughs> <clears throat> and but she's gorgeous as ever. It's it is it's a 
it's stunningly filmed. Um, the good parts are really great. It's just, I just, <laughs> like, yeah. And Angela Lansbury is a fucking, oh my God. She is just amazing. Yeah, she really is. And watching her smoke a cigarette. Mm. I loved, uh, too, near the beginning when her husband was like, disrupting that press conference like there are 125 card carrying members there are 275 and they're in the coat room and frank sinatra was like how many people did you say she's putting her coat on like putting her arm like right in front of frank sinatra's face (laughs) she's just so fucking good so good oh she's so good honestly i um i just i love this movie so much so i was i was really happy when you told me what it was pleasantly surprised and then just watching it again i was just like oh my god i just think it's such a great movie so we can agree to disagree on this one but i was really glad you chose it yeah. and i was really glad because i wasn't sure if you'd like it but if you would like it but i knew that you would love her in it oh oh my god just it's effortlessly evil but it's in no way over the top Mm-mm. it's in no way telegraph it's just you're watching a person be truly evil yeah it's not acting it's just she's a fucking bitch you guys she's terrible and it oh it's so good and like i said her smoking is uh, she she's one of those people that i watch smoke a cigarette and i go oh i want to smoke again that looks so that looks so classy and fun um nominated for the oscar but didn't win didn't win here's what i would say i didn't like it i think you should watch it i can i here's here's what i will say i think i have proven that i think i can look at it and go that's a really good movie but still not like it there's a difference to me yeah I it's get a that. phenomenal film it's just not my cup of tea i get that and there are movies that are garbage that I, Robocop, phenomenal. It's garbage. I love it. So, Step Brothers. I, I, I can, Step Brothers, garbage. <laughs> Great. Love so it. That, so, it is a phenomenal film. It's just not my cup of tea. Have you all, have, has anyone out there seen it? Let us know what you think of it. I'm curious. Tell us right now. Scream it at your phone and, <laughs> and we call might us, hear call you. Call us at 555. Five. <laughs> Seven words. <laughs> call us at Humorous 2. <laughs> So I th- I think it was a good week because I expanded my horizons. I you did, did and movies, I'm but very I'm proud, proud of, of you for watching them. Yes, thank very you. Proud of you. Because yeah. I was going to do the whole Beauty and the Beast thing, and I thought that's what I expected. I know, and, and I, I wanted to surprise you. When you told me, I was like, "What?" <laughs> yes, but I will say it did have something to do with uh, the Winter Soldier. Well, I'm glad that it did. Um. So yeah. That's that's it. All that's right. Angela Lansbury, you guys. In a pretty succinct nutshell. That is, yeah. Um, so you pick next week, whatever way you want to go. If you want to do the we or if you want to do a lady. Oh. We don't we don't play by no rules. I had picked a lady, now I forgot who it fucking was. Because I had picked Angela Lansbury and one other person. And now I forgot who the other person was. And it was somebody like really obvious. Sons of anarchy. God damn it. Oh, this is going to bother me. 
I'm not going to pick right now because I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to try to remember my lady. We're going to surprise you guys. I know what I want my next repod to be. It's if I have time to complete the homework for that, because it would be a book. Okay. So we'll just play right here. It'll be a total surprise you guys. Okay. Um, you can send us an email, three funny ladies at gmail.com. You can follow us on the Insta, uh, three funny ladies podcast. If you're listening on Apple too, you can also rate and review would be great. We haven't had those in a while. Just sure. But it if you there. don't like it, you can say it once and leave it. Yeah. You can give us a one star, but just say why. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's the other thing. Get, get, tell us why you don't like fat people. Okay. That's fine. <laughs> you're but fat if you phobic? have <laughs> you're fat phobic. Okay, great. Uh, you don't like gay people? No. Okay. Yeah. Hate crime, but okay. Um, <laughs> but if it's something we can fix, let us know. Listen, we probably won't. We're right. very lazy. And old. Um, lazy and old. We're not old. We are not old. We're going to stop saying that. Right. Um, uh, we're very lazy, so we probably won't fix it, but we'd love to know. And then go, mm, you're wrong. <laughs> um, yeah, that's it. <laughs> All right. Well, happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. We'll see you next week. Okay. Um, bye. Bye bye now. <laughs>